episode 37. Tonight I am conversing with the extraordinary Patrick Scanlon, North Broward Prep class of 2020. So we're bringing the millennials, millennials, right, Pat? Or you're Gen Z? I'm not sure. Gen Z. Gen Z. Gen Z. We're bringing Generation Z into the conversation as we discuss the theme tonight, mentoring creativity. And I'm really excited to talk about it with Patrick because this is quite the time that I think everyone out there in the world is going to need a lot of creativity to finagle through because this has been something that not none of us has ever gone through. And most certainly, um, we're going to need the flexibility and creativity to see a better way at the end of the day. Right, Pat? Correct. That's correct. That's correct. So Patrick Scanlon, let me introduce the show first, and then I'm going to introduce your wonderful curriculum vitae. I see that you have your graduation cap on right now. So it's true that you are going to be able to walk this coming July, correct? Yes, July 25th, we have a planned tentative date to graduate at our school. So I like wow. to thank my school for trying to make that happen. So very excited about that. I'm so happy that's happening because I know that you've worked so hard these last years. And I know that to walk across the stage to get that diploma in your hand is going to be something of closure, which is what you're going to be looking for in this, this particular um, interview today. So let's go ahead and let me explain to you the, the format of Manifesting with Meg. Basically, it's based upon my book, The Magical Guide to Bliss. Um, it is a 366 uh, insights for the year. And at this point in time, we're going to discuss what's happening with awakening creativity in May. So I'm super excited to have you because I don't know anyone who was born more creative than you, Patrick Scanlon. From the day you came into this world with your leprechaun green to the Disney dazzle with your Find the Hidden Mickey book, you have always exuded a creative spark that has inspired the best of us. So I can't wait to discuss it with everyone who's going to be listening tonight. Certainly, you are going to give hope for the next generation because bottom lining you are going to think outside the box. And I know we have great faith in what's going to happen with the, the world under the, 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 you know, fortitude of your class, having to deal with what you're doing in a creative, actually going through everything in a creative way. So I'm super excited to talk to you. Um, so I do want to give a little bio background as to your accomplishments, because certainly um, as the senior class president of class of 2020 at North Broward Prep, you have actually brought so much uh, leadership as well as um, enlightenment to your school, as well as to your classmates who get to benefit by your example. So you are in fact graduating as of the senior class president of your school. And this is not the first year you've been in student government. This is the fourth year you've been in student government. So I really commend you for that. Not only have you been a leader in student government, but you've also shown leadership at the Eagles Landing Camp, correct? Eagles Landing Camp, you've been a camper and a counselor for many years. Now, I wasn't sure how many years, but certainly you have been a, um, a person on that campus during that camp, the camp days. So I, I can't wait to show 
everyone, this is something that Patrick has been, in fact, a part of on his campus at ELC. Certainly very patriotic as he wears his green, like I said, and goes riding in with the American flag, which is definitely a signature Patrick move for sure. Um, he also has been on his football team for many years now. Um, I think he played both offense, offense and defense. And you've gotten many awards in that respect. You are up for the Brian Piccolo Award this Wednesday. So we're very excited that you've been nominated. It's an incredible honor. Um, as well, you've received the Reagan Leadership Medal and Award, which I'm really proud of. You can talk more about that. You're a National Honor Society student. You're also on the chess club as the president. And yeah. I love the cricket club. Club. Yeah. Not many people know what even cricket is, but yet you are the president. I'd love to hear about that too. The chess club president. And you also have ex uh, excelled in your community works with over 450 hours of community service, which is something that is very incredible for people, um, for all of us to be aware of that there are kids or adults, young adults who are giving back to the community with hours of um, service, which is very amazing. My favorite part is that you are Walt Disney aficionada and you probably know that park better than anybody that I know. And certainly, you know where the Hidden Mickeys are for sure. And I think since a baby, you were born into this world to, you know, bring a lot of laughter and lightheartedness. And certainly the sky is the limit for you, Patrick, as you are ready to embark on your college career, wherever you go. Right now, we're all going to be like watching you guys to see what you do with all of this and move forward. So May, like I said, the month of creativity. What are your thoughts now with regard to the end of your high school career with all this craziness happening? And how are you keeping your class inspired to see the end is near and also embrace actually what the future has to hold for you right now? Yeah, it's definitely a surreal experience, something I didn't think I would have to deal with, uh, obviously. But I think our school and our student government has done a good job uh, or a great job, um, you know, keeping the students involved keeping them in, uh, informed. Uh, we had, uh, we gave out signs, senior signs uh, to the, uh, the uh, we had a little, little drive-through thing the teachers did. We had, they had groups of like athletic teachers, they had groups of fine arts teachers, groups of uh, uh, history, you know, science teachers. They all went out in like groups and gave the signs, took a picture with the kids at like a socially distance uh, six feet. And uh, I felt like that, uh, that was, that was cool to know, like our teachers and our school is really still in it for us. Definitely th something we try to do in student government. You know, we, we, um, we produce this uh, YouTube channel, NB plus quick plug. Uh, it keeps students entertained and informed. We, uh, I released some, uh, some content on there from all this year, stuff that we've done, stuff that we are, are planned to go uh, to do for next uh, previous or future years. Uh, but I definitely think student government and, um, uh, this whole situation we, we've done a pretty we've been on top of the ball trying to keep people you know engaged in school and uh, informed as well so you know when you have something like this happen like every we're closing down everything and you realize oh my god that means that you're closing down the schools i'm not going to be able to do everything that i was hoping to do at the end of the year what actually goes through your mind as someone who's about to graduate to the last three months of your, your high school career in North Broward prep. Yeah, definitely is something uh, that I probably hasn't set in for most seniors yet. A lot of them are not gonna have the chance to walk across the stage or, uh, you know, have that last class or that last, that one of their favorite teachers, which is really a sad thing. But, 
you know, life moves on and we're going to have to, I, I, we have the opportunity and the privilege to hopefully graduate July 25th at our school. Uh, something I know I'm, I'm grateful for that our school is going out above and beyond trying to make that happen. But uh, yeah, definitely, you know, uh, something that probably hasn't set in for most seniors yet. So let me ask you this. Have you been in, con uh, well, I know you're going to classes at home, correct? You're in homeschool at this point. And I know that you're about to take your, your AP courses, the exams at home, which is going to be a different experience. I'm sure you didn't expect that. But like when you, let me, let me ask you a little bit about like when you're talking to your, your classmates, your friends that have pretty much been with you since you started, what's going on in that community? I know that you're doing a lot with regard to keeping everybody excited and engaged. Cause I know that I just saw, and you, I've got a, I'm going to put this in the feed. I just saw your iguana tours you know, expedition, like literally amazing creativity is abounding there. But like, what do you, like, how do you take care of each other at this point? I uh, definitely try to schedule a couple, uh, you know, extra Zoom hangout meetings with your friends. Definitely make sure to keep in contact. Uh, people, you know, some people are lonely. A lot of people are lonely at this time, but especially, you know, people without families, but people with families, you know, can get a little hectic, a little crazy being with your family 24 seven. So uh, try to, you know, try to have that, put some time aside for your friends. I know my friend Marcus and I, we did a little bike ride. We, we got some exercise. We stopped at, we surprised a couple of our friends at their houses. We talked to them in their yards. Definitely, I, I think it made a, an impact. It was nice to see their faces again, you know, in real, yeah. not over screen. It's like you got forced to separate before you even were able to go through the traditional ritual of saying goodbye to the mm. school as well. Uh, I, I really find what you're doing with regard to the North Broward Prep YouTube channel. It's a YouTube channel, right, Patrick? Yeah, it's a YouTube channel, correct. And, and who came up with that idea as far as, you know, keeping the community engaged in, in school still and, and still, you know, having those experiences, even though you have to be socially distant? Oh, yeah, we decided as a group, it was probably best to put some content out there. People were, you know, people... People have Netflix and people have Disney Plus to watch and Hulu and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, I felt that it was good to keep them informed on what's going on campus. We have interviews with the headmaster on there, as well as keeping them entertained with some content that we could put out for uh, in regards to the school events we planned and stuff like that. I know, you know, I know that this is an opportunity perhaps maybe to get out and 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 connect with the community as large. And my, my, uh, you're getting a lot of hellos on the side. So they're all saying hello to you right now, Patrick. Um, my one of my former teachers, Mike Spatola, is on here. is an amazing uh, friend at this point, and and you know people are all wanting to support the high school graduates as well as the college graduates right now because we understand what we got to go through. We actually took it perhaps for granted, and now we're seeing you guys, you know, have to you know turn around and you know do something special with something very different outside the box. You have to think now because I mean, let me tell you. There's a lot of you know things, highlights of your, college, your high school career that you definitely want to remember. So if I gave you this chance right now, what are some of the highlights of your high school career that you want to look back on fondly and remember well? I think definitely high school, definitely, uh, it, was, it was a senior year or was it all of high school experience? It was- Everything, whatever comes to mind at this point with 
I'm going to remember the little things, the little interactions I had with uh, some of like, you know, you have your, your group of friends that you see on off campus basis, but you have also have like a group of friends that you don't necessarily see all the time, but you have in classes and you have a good time with. So I'll definitely remember the little engaged, uh, little memories I had with them. Like uh, we were the last class to have Miss Condon. He, she was a beloved teacher uh, uh, that we may have, uh, you know, kicked out because we were so crazy, but you know, <laughs> you don't have to, but um, uh, definitely all the little things, just little, little, uh, you know, little experiences, little tiny things that, you know, probably will go forgotten, which I probably don't want to happen. Those are the things I'd want to remember most. So what about your journey so far? Like looking back and seeing the journey and where you started and now where you are, tell us a little bit about, you know, how you've seen that trajectory and where, where you're going now, like what you, like, you know, what you'll take from this whole thing as far as your future career. I'm definitely going to take uh, out of this uh, a lesson that just like take life less seriously. You know, I feel like a lot of people take themselves too seriously. There's a lot of built up aggression when we could just, you know, not take ourselves too seriously, be open to a discussion, be open to, you know, new ideas and stuff like that by, you know, be able to laugh at yourself, being able to, you know, joke about certain things. Well, you definitely have an incredible sense of humor for sure. And I think that that's one of the best things about you is that you're able to take some very heavy topics and, you know, turn them into something very lighthearted by virtue of how you come at it, which what you're just saying is, you know, there's a great quote, you know, life is too important to be taken seriously. Um, so basically, you're already on that at this young age, before you go on to the next part of your career. So how have you, in fact, done that? Have you taken a situation that, you know, you know, literally is, you know, shocking to so many people and making it a really into, you know, lemons to lemonade? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, something I've decided to take less seriously is probably, uh, I wouldn't say this pandemic, this is definitely something you need to be taken seriously, but, um, Definitely whenever I'm like in an argument with my friends, I try to like step back and say, you know, this is dumb. You know, we're just, we're all friends here. Definitely open to more things, which is, I think that has, you know, allowed me to be more open in regards to, you know, you know, say like political arguments in like a history class or, you know, um, you know, arguments about like a book in um, an English class. Definitely try to keep an open mind to all sides of the uh, spectrum. And that's sort of, and that's sort of. Uh, you know, this is all about mentoring creativity tonight and, and then May is all about awakening creativity which is one of my favorite things and you know when you're you know creating something you're bringing something out that is basically um, standing on the shoulder of, shoulders of giants you go further and basically that means that you take what you've learned this education that you've been given these last four years plus and then you build on it and make it your own. So when we talk about mentoring creativity, the quote today is for mentoring begins when your imagination can fall in love with the fantasy of another. And I would love to hear how that in fact speaks to you, if at all. Uh, can you read the quote, uh, quote one more time? Yes, so mentoring begins when your imagination can fall in love with the fantasy of another. I think that's just you know going all in on an idea you know, you don't want to step back and say, this is outlandish. This is too crazy to be done. You know, I feel like, I feel like, you know, when I take it, take on a impossible, like deemed impossible project, I think that's uh, indeed more fun and more entertaining than a, a mundane task. Because you can see if like, you can push yourself to see if you can actually do this. You can actually make uh, the impossible happen, which I feel like is something people need to strive to do. Speak to that a little bit more. So when you see something that you think is impossible, instead of stepping back, you engage to find the possibilities within. Speak a little bit. Yeah, more. definitely. 
Uh, definitely when someone says something's impossible, I would say I definitely nix that as a whole. Definitely say there's parts of that could, that could work, you know, and who knows, but if you, if you make parts of those that work, you know, who says the whole thing can't work. Uh, so I don't, I think impossible is a term that, you know, I think we should stop using. Instead of impossible, they say I'm possible, which is, you know, I'm possible. Yes. possible. You know me, I, you know, I'll bring the little uh, inspirational slant whenever right. I can, Patrick. Yes. Since Patrick is in fact my nephew, which I couldn't be more proud of him and watching, he's the oldest of all of my side's cousins. So watching him take something of um, an opportunity out of something that would be considered negative and, and showing resilience and all watching you is really going to inspire the younger ones as well. So I couldn't be more proud of you, Patrick. You definitely show a lot of resilience and, and certainly I can't wait to see where you take it for your life. So now as you know, we're talking about you as being the president of um, your, your student government. I know the different um, campaigns that you you engaged in to engage your creativity. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Because I know that we used to get the pictures all the time and we were loving it because, you know, it's always amazing to see what comes out of somebody's imagination. And I, and I would love to show, you know, certainly you all have a flair for the creative as well. Yes, Patrick? Yes. Uh, going back on those campaigns, uh, what I tried to do there was uh, definitely add a lighter side to the campaign. I took Obama's main thing of yes, we can turn it into yes, we scan at the rainbow. <laughs> because you know, your last name is? Last name is Scanlon, so yes, we scan. I love uh, it. Little words there. Uh, definitely, you know, added some movie movie references. I had a what was it? It was an Anchorman one. Uh, I, my English project, a group of us had to dress up as the Anchorman, uh, uh, Will Ferrell movie uh, news team. So it was voting for Patrick Scanlon is kind of a big deal. That was another one of those. I love it. But uh, definitely a chance to and, uh, you know go full in on your creative side. I definitely think the yes, uh, thank the. Uh, Student body appreciated it, which is why I had my three terms in office, you know. Three terms. I'm very proud of those three terms, right? Three terms, correct. Very amazing. You know, I think that one of the cool things about you is that you've loved movies your entire life. Certainly Will Ferrell has been a character in the movies that you've aligned with as far as the humor is concerned. And, you know, I was always wondering, you know, I, you know, I'm a big person. I, I, I have lots of mentors out in the world who who mentor my creativity. Perhaps they're famous, not so famous, but you know, who if you had a chance to pick someone that you could meet that is very creative and very exciting, who would that be? I'd probably say Walt Disney, uh, alive or dead, right? So uh, Walt Disney definitely is a you know a once in a lifetime uh, creative person uh, that. Uh, definitely once in a lifetime kind of personality, a person, you know, making that his dream of, you know, spending time with his children uh, as a family in a family uh, place, uh, definitely uh, making that a reality is definitely something a creative person like Walt Disney uh, accomplished and, you know, inspired many other creativity, inspired many other people to be, become creative throughout their lifetimes. Yeah. And, and, and literally, um, He's impacted your life from, I would say, maybe your mother took you there when you were in diapers, <laughs> in diapers. So, yeah. so you have been exposed to the imagination and creativity of Walt Disney. How do you think that that has impacted your life as you become a young man and, and go out and embark on your career? Uh, definitely it has uh, taken a toll on me, a positive toll. Uh, 
you know, seeing what they're able to make, what Disney was able to make uh, out of nothing, out of that that land of what was it, the uh, potato fields or something like that. It was just like just like land. Oh, dude, it was like orange groves. Uh, right. Definitely turning that swamp land, you know, and, and all those uh, that unused land in Southern California to you know one of the quote deemed the happiest place on earth. Definitely something I lo I look forward to. You know, making uh, lemons out of lemon or making lemonade out of lemons. That's very cool. And, you know, I, I'd like to um, offer everyone the opportunity who's listening today to offer us your creativity and certainly put advice that you would give to the class of 2020 in the feed so that that he can take this with him. And, and on, you can also offer the mentoring of the creativity as well so that you can impact the class of 2020. I know certainly Patrick has lots of tidbits that are exceptional to share. I, I would like to point out once again that Patrick is quite an exceptional person, certainly in everything that he does. Um, this is uh, a uh, award he, he won at his football um, gala or football uh, dinner. Correct, Patrick? Is this the picture yeah. that, of, of your coaches, correct? Yeah, these are, that's my defensive coordinator and my head coach, yes. And you were receiving a certificate at the end of your season as well, is that right? Uh, yeah, this was for uh, highest GPA on the uh, football team, not to, you know, a little a little self-appreciation uh, there. But yes, oh, this was awesome. the end. So you had the highest GPA on your football team for your senior class. Amazing. Amazing. And, and what does that mean? How has your education been important to you as far as how uh, what you start with and what you go forward with? Uh, yeah, I definitely try to keep a holistic view of education. You know, you're not just going to, if you're going to school and just leaving when the bell rings, I feel like, you know, you're, you have a day that you could have done something with. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, whether it was I was attending, I had football practice after school, whether I had basketball practice, whether I had student government meetings, whether I had, um, you know, cricket club meetings. I feel like I was always, I always wanted to be on campus. Like, uh, I, wanted, I didn't want to miss a thing, you know, if that's that sense of FOMO, fear of missing out. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, had me there. I did. I, I wanted to be able to experience all that I could have all those viewpoints throughout high school. And I feel like I did so. Um, band, band as well. Your mother's pointing out that Mrs. Allison Hendricks Leche, let's let say your kindergarten teacher had, she impacted you greatly. You have fond memories of her. Yes. Uh, Mom. <laughs> we should uh, have her on the interview with you. Go ahead. Yes. I, I'm, I'm, Pretty positive this was a class where I was given my own corner to draw and to create as like Patrick's corner. I definitely it was a lot. Uh, definitely was a, a great use of space or use of uh, you know a, a creative outlet I had in my yeah. little corner. You know, make art projects and stuff like that. So From I'm very what grateful. I, what I remember, you had a lot of energy as a young a little boy, and, and and this woman engaged you as far as what would work to get your attention. And clearly, it's worked because you've been able to turn all of that energy into all these positive channels with regard to everything that you engage in. Um, let me ask you: one of the things that really impacted me that I think that. Um, it, you know, it is in addition to the pretty interesting times that we're living in today, you know, you were asked to speak um, in front of your assembly the, the year uh, anniversary of the Parkland shootings, which is right next door, the, the town next door to you. And they asked you to basically um, use your gift of communication to take something that would seemingly be a devastating, scary, sad time and bringing a boost of, of powerful, um, positive, you know, movement in the future so that you can make a difference, which I think is 
something that is really amazing for you as well as your entire generation at this point and everyone who had gone through that. Let me ask you, when you were writing about the difficulties and the insurmountable times that you experience in life, how do you, how do you in fact bring humor to that so that you can take what you've dealt with and, and use that to benefit many so that they don't feel mired in impossibility like we were talking about before? Uh-huh. So and finding find uh, not finding humor but finding a you know opportunity uh, finding finding positive positivity and, and negativity is that what, is that what the question was yes correct exactly all right uh, you know I feel like you know that was definitely a, a chance for we saw we saw the full uh, full power of community and the full power of like lo- love over hate and I definitely wanted to capitalize on that in my uh, when I gave my my speech to the fellow students but it was uh, definitely finding definitely seeing that love and uh, that that commu- the sense of community has definitely had a major effect on me. I'll take that throughout uh, throughout my life, uh, and definitely something I'm not you know I'm grateful for having such a strong sense of community around me. So, Mr. Spatola adds as a, po- a point of advice for you in your class to continue using your imagination and never lose your creative juices. Don't let age or expectations of other stifle your dreams and ambitions. So that's a gift that he's giving you right now as well. I, I do want to ask you, you know, this is this interview is all about introducing extraordinary people that I've met over the years to the world. So I get the pleasure of introducing you to my community out there right now and sharing with them those insights that you have to offer because I don't think that someone's age dictates whether or not you speak your truth or not. I think that everyone has something to offer. The more that we do in fact engage and lean in and do what you say you've done, engage in your school and get involved, the better off we are as a community at large. So basically, you know, I I wanted to ask you, you know, I know that Saturday Night Live is something that's always impacted you as well, correct? And I know that that's somewhere that you basically fine-tuned with the movies, of course, your humor. What would, if you were given the opportunity to, you know, um, incorporate something that you could take with you into your future from all of this um, with the humorous side, what would that be? What would you see you doing in the future as far as communications is concerned? Uh, you know, definitely I'm going to wait and see for college. I'm, I'm going to be involved with the communication programs for Boston College and Villanova. Definitely have a, a uh, big influence or big, you know, their big messages. We have all everything that sprawls in communication and you're going to take each of them. And you're going to figure out what you like most, what you feel like you can do uh, and help uh, the world with, with most. So I'm definitely going to take a look at that, whether that be, you know, being a spokesperson, whether that be, you know, being in public relations, whether that be, you know, in, in media production, whether that be in, you know, even at Saturday Night Live, anything like that. Uh, definitely all my options are open and I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see. I will, I'm hopeful to uh, see what the future holds. How it unfolds. How exciting, right? I think, I think that's pretty much the, what you're trying to focus on at this point is that excitement for the future rather than the fear of perhaps, you know, the future. So I'm really excited to see what you do as far as your abilities to communicate in a different way to engage everyone as well. Um, There's a gentleman named Tyler Katz and he says, Patrick is my mentor. So Mr. Katz is speaking out to you. Do you know who Tyler is? Yes, I know very well who Tyler is. He is a a speech and debate uh, comrade of mine. Uh, Definitely, Uh I (laughs) I love mentors as well. 
Very good. Was he on the boat with you at this particular? He was, he was on another boat. He was on a uh, the sophomore class. Our our theme was uh, yacht boy sophomores, so we dressed up as preppy yacht boys, and uh, we, we 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 drove a little. We decorated a, a truck as a boat. And, and uh, what was the story behind this particular photo that I'm sharing? Uh, that was a, I was feeling uh, a little patriotic. Uh, one of our camp events uh, uh, at the end of the year, they usually, it's like a scavenger hunt sort of thing. And at the end, they tell you to bring in a boat usually. And so they had to drag in this boat. So I had this American flag with me and I just sat, stepped, stepped on top of the boat and I uh, put it, you know, you very look, poetic. You George look a little George Washington-ish here. Is that what yeah. you were going for? We're going for, you know, um, Across the Potomac, definitely a sort of uh, patriotic vibe. Uh, definitely, definitely with July Fourth uh, that just happened, I definitely I had a little patriotic flair in me. Oh, I love it, the patriotic flair, and I'm sure people appreciated that as well. You look very proud at the end of your boat. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am very proud. <laughs> yes, you know, and I think that one of the things that I love about you is also that you know uh, you take something that really is patriotic and you make it even more. In engaging for those who watch you. Um, I wanted to ask you, like literally with what's going on in the world right now, what is your sense on this, the, the, the country right now, as far as you know, where you guys are, where you feel like you're going to go with it? I definitely think this, uh, our group of uh, Gen Z are, are going to make a positive difference on uh, this country and the world as a whole. I, I definitely think that our possibilities are endless. We you see a lot of political activism in a lot of my like our community specifically, and definitely I see that in a lot of communities of uh, you know high schoolers and middle schoolers around the world. So I hope I think that's going to be a you know a message for change. I think people are going to be involved. People uh, definitely going to lead to more you know opportunities in the future. Very exciting for me to hear that everyone wants to engage and get involved. What do you think is the running um, uh, impetus behind that? What is the push behind that? Uh, definitely in my community, it's a lot of gun violence. People want to make a change, as, as referencing the Parkland shooting before. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, and besides that, just that was like a spark, and now people just want to be involved everywhere and, uh, you know, actually want to make a difference and uh, make real change. I really want to show everyone this because this was a really proud moment for our family. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about this? This is when you played at Carnegie Hall with your band members, correct? That's correct. Yes, that is correct. Tell us a little bit about that and, and your experience with your your orchestra, your uh, participation in the symphony in the orchestra. Yes, yeah, so our wind ensemble was, uh, you know, we we were uh, we were granted the permission to go to Carnegie Hall. We actually won a contest, or we, we our video was deemed uh, acceptable for the Carnegie Hall people. So we got to play in a performance there in a festival. Uh, definitely a once in a lifetime experience. I know my grandfather. Uh, he he was in a spelling bee at uh, Carnegie Hall in a. Uh, um, uh, not millions of years ago, but Poppy, a uh, couple, couple, uh, hundreds, uh, tens of years. Ago. I think you appreciate you not saying millions years ago, but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, it definitely. I, he he said uh, definitely brought uh, growing up in New York definitely brought a tear to his eye, uh, and I felt like um, I feel like uh, the music we made and the group of people uh, we just did a phenomenal job. I think, um, and just that experience, I'll, I'll be that'll be one I'll never forget. And how did it feel when you were on the stage at Carnegie Hall and looking up at everyone and playing? You play the what, what instrument again, Patrick? The trombone, yes, the trombone. The trombone, yes. And and the pieces that you played, do you recall what they, they were? Uh, I know the tunes, but I don't. I cannot recall the. I can't recall the exact names of them. Okay. But it definitely. I know. 
uh, Poppy, our gra- my grandpa, said that he listened to them while studying for medical school. So he said that th- those were uh, that's what specifically got him very emotional. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think we, you know, definitely I could feel like the rush of history through that like historic Carnegie Hall. Definitely see uh, thinking about the people that have come before and just you know it was just an incra- a crazy experience. I can't really you know put into words. Yeah, no, it was really exciting for everyone to watch you too. Certainly your school was definitely present as far as the people who showed up. And uh, yes, all the family members, the 20 plus family and friends that came to see you were super proud. And I don't think I had ever been to Carnegie Hall from what I recall. So we were really proud. And look at all the things that you brought as far as your experiences to step in and engage at your school that you've offered because of the fact that you are, you know, ready to take on the challenges and be involved. I think that's incredibly impressive. I certainly think that, um, let me ask you, as far as those who have inspired you throughout your life at this point, is there a particular teacher that you can recall that may have left a lasting impression, um, the most profound impression perhaps? Uh, definitely my eighth grade history teacher, Mr. Greco. He, uh, he was also my uh, offensive line football uh, instructor, definitely coach. Uh, so yes. definitely he, he's been with me for the journey from seventh grade to 12th grade. And I'm definitely very um, happy, very, uh, very grateful that I had to, as a teacher and as a mentor and a coach, uh, you know, his, his teaching style and his coaching style were something that I, I, I definitely, if I am ever teaching something or ever, you know, with a group of people where I have to like give a message, I definitely think of that in my head. So I just want to point out that Mike Spatola says that my generation is depending on you, Patrick. You and your classmates must be change agents. We're counting on you. So putting a lot of wonderful, wonderful, optimistic pressure on you, at least as far as we believe in the fact that you will be assets to the future of this country and the world. It's very exciting, I think. How does that make you feel? Uh, you know, it's a lot of pressure, but, you know, I feel like it's something that we're definitely up for. Definitely the challenge is waiting to be accepted by our generation. So, yeah, I, I think if you had the opportunity to um, thank someone who had a incredible influence on your life other than Mr. Greco at this point, who would it be and why? Uh, someone who has had an impact on my uh, I'd probably say my first boss, Bobby Ciccone. Definitely oh, yeah. Has had a great in my life. Uh, Michael, your uh, son's also boss, Bobby Ciccone, Mr. Ciccone. Uh, he is uh, definitely, as a boss and as just you know someone I've known over the years, definitely implemented on me a, a great like work uh, work ethic and you know knowing, um, you know, uh, seeing seeing uh, or hearing from him on you know his insight on uh, the stuff that goings on of our job definitely is something that I uh, will will cherish. So certainly people who've shown interest in your life and your career certainly have left an impression and you'll take that with you perhaps to mentor others into creative, you know, excitement and everything that comes with that. Is that something that you can pay, you can pay for at this point? Uh, wait, well, uh, can you read that one more time? Sorry. Yeah, no, I said that someone who actually shows interest and shows and sees potential in you, now that uh-huh. you are turning into a young man, an adult, and going out into the world, you can turn around and pay it forward to others at this point. I think that that's really mm-hmm. exciting. Let me ask you with regard to um, um, what is the one thing, and I'm going to ask this because I really am curious, what is the one thing that your parents have given you now that you're graduating that you can take with you to the future and beyond that would be something that would have made a difference beyond? Uh, well, I'm taking with me a college tuition. 
that's physical. Ah. Thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, just a sense of family and uh, a sense of, you know, a sense of friendship and family that I won't, you know, definitely is important in a, in a human being to have that sense of compassion, that sense of friendship, that sense of family. That's definitely something that's definitely going to last, uh, had, had a lasting impact on me and I'll try to implement wherever I go. And let me ask you, what does family mean to you, Patrick? Uh, family, uh, in the biological sense, is the ones close to you, uh, the ones that you live with. But um, uh, you know, family is the people that are there for you in, in your ups and downs. The people that are there for you, you know, when you need help. The people that are there for you at your highs, and the people that are there at your lows. Definitely, your friends and family are there. The people that are there for you are the people that really care about you, and uh, you know, you don't forget those people. You know, I often believe, and I think that this can go a long way as far as, you know, perspective is concerned. You know, I always say that we are where we are because and in spite of our family, literally, because, you know, you rebel against what things are and also you embrace suddenly what you've been offered and you've been introduced to. And I think that, you know, having those wonderful attributes will take us to the next part of our interview, because when I think about you, I am hopeful and I and I really say this with every bone in my body. I get excited because you know a lot of people think that it's on us and when you're seeing kids or young adults like you guys come behind us and what you bring and what savvy and what clear um, not just technological skills but you're you're dealing with the world very different than when we were graduating when I was graduating. Uh -huh. So you know, how you engage and how you empower others. That's my question right now. How would you empower those who aren't as inspired as you to step in and engage and be a part of the solution? Uh, definitely, I would think, uh, you know, if you're not so motivated to do something, just think about, you know, what you could do, the possibilities, the opportunities that could in the uh, problem solving that could be taking place if you, you know, put in the extra work, put in the extra effort. Uh, Insurmount these uh, the things that can happen, things that could be changed. It's it's uh, really has no limit. So just think about so, that whenever you. So one. you want people to at least like look at what they're passionate about as well, because I think that that's one of the things that really kind of drives you is your passion for life, really for for you know to enjoy life. And I think that we talked about this when we were talking about life purpose. Do you remember what it was when you said what was your life purpose in this world? Oh, it was to uh, oh, it was to bring joy. I think that was that was that was the uh, the end. That the was end, the gist. Uh, that was the gist, correct? That was the gist. Well, you were also able to articulate well that you wanted to be able to communicate in such a way that you would engage the audience and bring joy and open their eyes oh, to yeah. different things. And and I think that really is something that is really a skill that you do have. So these kind of conversations with extraordinary people like yourself can be catalysts for others to understand how they want to feel alive or passionate on a daily basis and really understand their life purpose. So it's time to manifest, Patrick. Uh, right now, I want to know what's important to you in your life. What's important to me in my life is definitely uh, take, take uh, you know, don't be afraid to use your creative side. Definitely that goes with our, our whole uh, our whole manifestation here. Uh, mm -hmm. Is definitely don't be afraid to be creative. Don't be afraid to think out of the box. The definitely are, I think the best I, the best solutions are out of the box uh, answers and uh, things people haven't thought about before. That's why they're the solutions. So I definitely think that's something to look for. Look uh, look for. I like it out of the box thinking and and 
what do you prioritize now that you're moving, you're about to move away, hopefully next year with from your parents onto a whole new chapter, you know, going to college? Uh, uh, you know, something I'm taking, uh, I think uh, something I've, I've said it before, uh, it's something again with the creativity is, you know, um, I think, uh, something that I, so like you're like prioritizing now that you're moving away and like starting a whole new chapter, what are the uh -huh. things that you want to explore and, and engage in and, and get excited about now that you're moving from high school, moving on to a next bigger world in college? Uh, definitely. I'm going to look forward to the opportunities that I'm going to have. Definitely going to keep that in mind. Keep an open mind. That's what my school has taught me. And that's what my, you know, my life experience have taught me so far as far as to keep an open mind. Everything like, uh, I know I forgot someone said this, I was listening to something recently, like a podcast recently, but they, they were saying, you know, uh, someone said I need, uh, it was like some, it was like related to their job and it was like, but it was something they didn't really know how to do, but they're like, can you do this? I need someone for this job. And so you say yes. And then you learn how to do it. You don't, you don't say, you don't close off any opportunities. You jump headfirst into them. So I definitely but think that's something. You have to jump in to the opportunities. I like that. Um, <laughs> Mike, Michael is here. Michael is here to actually ask the last question. So I'm, I'm I do so have a guest interviewer now, my son Michael, who wants to ask the future, looking forward as next year he's going to be a senior too. He gets to ask you what is what. Now go for it. You get your one question now. Yeah. Uh, what is the uh, number one thing that you you took away from your senior year? My number one thing I took away from the senior year. Definitely going to be uh, value the little things. You know, look around, stop and smell the roses. Ferris Bueller. Uh, if life goes by pretty fast, if you don't uh, stop and stick, uh, look around every once in a while, you, you might miss it. So, definitely take it. Take you know, don't take advantage of things you have. Be very grateful for them. Look around and you know, be uh, grateful. Be appreciative of the little things that are around you. So you hear that? Ah, very, so you wise, very wise. Very wise. Very wise. So how can you, based on your values, start to engage in those things, like you're just saying now, stopping and smelling the roses these last couple weeks of school and aligning yourself with all of the magic that's waiting for you, Patrick? All the creativity that's bursting out in May. Uh, yeah, May is definitely going to be an experience. Well, it already is an experience. We're halfway through it. But um uh, definitely, again, stop and smell the roses. Like when you're in school, little things, you know, saying hi to your friends, you know, actually being able to shake someone's hand. Didn't think I would, I would need to, uh, you know, take that for granted, but it was it. Wow. Um, you know, and just greeting people and just interacting with human beings, not over a screen and in real life. Enjoy the moment. Exactly. Mary Scanlon, my mother. <laughs> I, I think that really is what very profound that you said, shaking hands, the little things. I mean, the, the connection and the experience, uh, engaging with people on, on a face-to-face. -face. It's not plugged in, I don't know what's going on. Um, so I think that at this point in time, I would love for you to share best tools for those who are graduating to make the most of these last couple of weeks now that we're getting into the end. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely uh, the communication skills that you will need, uh, definitely know going forward that, you know, whatever profession you pursue, you're going to need to talk to people. You're going to need to, you know, have to converse with people. You're going to need to, you know, to get that job, you're going to have to have that, that job uh, interview, that job application that, that's going to be 
uh, noticeable and stand out. So definitely, you know, improve on your communication skills. Definitely study hard. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, you know, put your best foot forward. And, and, and let me ask you this now that you're, you're are your last couple of weeks is what this week? Uh, we have two more weeks remaining for seniors at uh, my school. Oh, wow. And then what happens after that? What do you have to look forward to this part? Then after that, we have hopefully summer camp. If, uh, local camps are deemed essential by that point in June 8th. And a walk-on graduation in July and then college in August. So hopefully all those things go according to plan. Hopefully we start getting back to normal life. Hopefully things Very start cool. to, you know. You know, I, I think that one of of the things that we started off with at the beginning was you had said, oh, your mother says you want to get fives on your AP's exam. Yeah, you see that, that right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I see it. She's not kidding. <laughs> She's not kidding. Finish strong, baby. Finish strong. Um, I think that, you know, what you were talking about at the outset, you know, was closure and how you wanted to get closure now that in a different, it's going to be a different way. It's not going to be what you thought it was going to look like. It's going to be a little differently. So, what exactly does that look like to you that would make you feel as a sense of, you know, closure at the end of your high school career? Well, the ideal closure would be going back to school for a day, you know, running through that whole schedule. But I know that's uh, not, uh, you know, not on the table right now. So closure would probably be that graduation ceremony, that, uh, you know, tat, that turning of the tassel, that uh, throwing the hat in the air, that going to camp with uh, lovely Tracy Coney, my other boss. Mm -hmm. um, that would be a, definitely a sense of closure for my senior friends and I. And, uh, you know, being able to see my friends one last time, my whole class, it would just be something else. Together, huh? Like how many people are graduating your class, Patrick? Uh, probably around 250, 250, 300 people. And is everybody mostly staying in town or are they going out to other parts of the country as well? Uh, I think all plans are out of, out of country stuff. I'll put on hiatus at the moment. I think we're hopefully all going to be here in July, you know, be able to celebrate together, being able to, you know, have that sense of closure as a group. Yeah. I think much needed. Yeah. And, and you know, you, ha you said you have your APs next week, your AP exams. And, and, yeah. and when is your last day? I'm sorry? My our la I have two AP exams next week, one on Monday and one on uh, Friday, which Friday is the last day of school. So uh, I ha that day we'll have uh, senior uh, cap and gown pickup from the school. There's actually this thing, decorate your cars and your college gear. You're going to go around the loop and pick up your stuff. So uh, definitely, I think, uh, you know, being able to do that and getting our senior blankets, getting our yearbooks and stuff like that will definitely give a sense of relief, a sense of, you know, semi-closure for students. I do want to highlight some other things that you're involved in. The city of Coconut Creek asked you to be participating in a, a public service campaign, basically, with regard to keeping people inspired. Can you speak to that as well? Yeah, so they asked uh, the senior presidents in the city of Coconut Creek, that being Monarch and uh, you know uh, Atlantic Technical High School, uh, Coconut Creek High, and North Broward. I think there's one more in there. But uh, they asked us all to come together in the uh, in the center of Coconut Creek, the promenade area. To uh, you know, they were going to make us. They were going to uh, have this message of hope and inspiration called Rise. So they were going to have us film that, and uh, it was going to be uh, you know they were going to edit it together, make it. Uh, a sort of inspirational thing to send out to the Coconut Creek uh, student population. So I think hopefully when that gets sent out, I will send it to you. But uh, hopefully that comes out soon. Hopefully you're able to see it. Hopefully we're oh, I'm inspired. very excited to see it. And also, I uh, make sure before with the end, we're going to put the iguana tours. Correct. Tell us a little bit about that. What 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 happened with uh, that? 
So the Iguana Tours was a uh, very interesting idea. I, I mean, the feature documentary we'll put in the link below, but um, it was definitely, it was an idea I, I created with my friends. Uh, I, it was just, it was, it was, it, it started off sort of absurd, you know, again, with the impossible idea and uh, seeing what could work from that. So we wanted like a Disney ride uh, at our lunch activity instead of like the usual karaoke, the usual, uh, you know, field day activities. So we decided to create this golf cart ride that would, you know, that would loop around the campus. See, you would see iguanas, you would see uh, all this nature, all this nature stuff, and you'd be interacted with. You know, we had this guy in a blow up dinosaur costume, this guy in an iguana head. It's definitely the whole, the whole tour, making this whole Disney experience. And it would loop back, and you'd go through this whole line. You'd see like a ride safety video. It was definitely a big task, but you know, the, now that we've done it. Definitely something that is going to be, you know, on people's top uh, lists, top remembering, top remembrances of high school. Yeah. And how are you inspired to come up with the idea for the Iguana Tour? Oh, that was definitely Walt Disney himself. Jungle Cruise uh, yeah. was a, definitely a, a top inspiration there. We were cracking jokes. We were seeing the, uh, you know, uh, it did, Walt Disney wanted real animals in the Jungle Cruise and he had to settle for fake animals. And then they ended up, you know, going, uh, delivering him uh, real animals in uh, their Animal Kingdom ride, uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris. So definitely I feel like we took um, a little bit of his inspiration here. Definitely a lot, actually, a lot of inspiration by making jokes, going through our school's nature preserve. Definitely, you know, again, don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah, and 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 just for those in the world who don't know what iguanas are, what are iguanas that have just shown up? In iguanas are wild invasive species that have you know uh, you know uh, not destroyed. Actually, maybe it's destroyed some ecosystems, but they definitely are a uh, a presence on campus. I don't know if it's a if it's a good presence or a bad presence, but my mother finds them vile and disgusting. But I think they're, <laughs> you know they're they're, they're 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 I mean some of them are really some of them are disgusting, but some of them are you know little lizards. So. Uh, definitely a cool thing to see on campus, like a reptile sort of thing. Oh, very cool. And and like I said before, we'll put the um, the show in the feed so others can benefit from your incredible creativity. Certainly, you definitely give us a lot of things to to laugh about as far as what comes up with from your imagination, Patrick. And and definitely, it sounds to me like you engage your student body as well because. Definitely, I, I, yeah, I would never have seen anything like that. Walt Disney would be proud of you, Patrick Scanlon. Walt Disney would be very proud, for sure. So now that we're we're winding things up this evening, um, I definitely um, have enjoyed this conversation with you and and your intention tonight. So why don't you put in your own words what your intention was for this interview tonight as we contemplate how creativity has impacted your life and how you mentor others clearly by, you know, coming up with these kind of ideas like the Iguana Tour and engaging your student body as well to join in the fun and mentoring others to basically, like you said, step up to the table and engage and jump outside the box of what would be considered the norm to something, perhaps something that engaging in your imagination. What is the intention for the conversation tonight? I think the intention is probably, uh, you know, Shoot for the shoot for the moon. Even if you'll miss, you'll uh, land amongst the stars. Uh, I feel like if you you really you know go out of the box for whatever you're trying to do, whether it's small things like trying to get your campers to brush their teeth before bed, like trying to make Braden Sacconi uh, brush his teeth before bed, stuff like that. Uh, you know, go outside the box. You know, try to make it a game of sorts. Or if you're trying to make a homecoming lunch activity, go go for the Jungle Cruise esque you know golf yeah. ride. If you're trying to become president of your school, try to you know have a speech that includes everyone and doesn't take yourself too seriously. So definitely. Be creative, think outside the box, it'll get you places.
That's awesome. So what number would you pick from my book between, I think it's three and 397? Uh, I'll pick 52. That's my football number. So 52. Okay. So this is going to speak to your think outside the box. Don't take yourself too seriously and enjoy literally the ride. So number 52 is live, laugh, love. So I think this might be um, ordained from my mother, clearly, as Grammy has the Italian proverb written in our kitchen at our home. Um, and this is the quote. Live passionately, laugh out loud, and love unconditionally. Or in Italian, viva bene, di risalto morto e spesso l'amore. And this is the insight for you, Patrick, that's geared only towards you as you jump out onto this next incredible adventure in your journey in life that we get to all watch you and exciting and celebrate with you. Figure out what you're passionate about and what makes you excited to get out of bed in the morning. Surround yourself with people who find humor in life so they don't take themselves too seriously. I swear to God, that's what it says. Tune in to the most powerful force of energy in the universe, the energy that allows you to move mountains and bring miracles. When you marry a life of passion with healing laughter and add in the purest form of love, your life changes before you. When you see your life as a series of chances where you can learn to live, laugh, and love through deepened experiences with friends, families, and even strangers, then you begin to know that each day is a gift to be discovered and cherished. You are not alone, but with those who have been placed on your path. Each day with awareness, you contact your teachers who will help you further proceed on your path to live your purpose and who will laugh and experience love with you. It is in these daily contacts that you discover truth. Just sit in the awareness of this mantra for living and don't mistake these words as too simplistic. It is in their simplicity that they are the most powerful. Just take one day at a time, one word at a time, and just for today, seek, would be the seek to be with the people and remember to live passionately, laugh out loud, and love unconditionally. It is there that you will find all the joy that life has to offer. So there's your joy, Patrick. Repeat the mantra, live, laugh, love. So with that, Patrick Scanlon, I am going to give you one more opportunity to send everybody. Oh, Mary, your mom wants you to say it in Mandarin. Oh, and we put the, if I had dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I should have Ava in here singing it because that's so good. Bravo. There you go, Patrick. So leave us with all of us, everybody, the people who are graduating in 2020, the people who are in quarantine and feeling very frustrated, the people who look to our government for inspiration, the people who are not inspired, everybody that unite this country with your final words of inspiration, Patrick Scanlon, as only you could share it with the world. Go for it. I'm gonna have to quote Monty Python here and say, always look on the bright side of life. Uh, definitely uh, look for the positives and the negatives, look for the bright lights in the otherwise dark world that we live in. Uh, definitely try to be positive and have a, that positive outlook. And it will definitely, if not change everyone, change one person. And that one person will go on to change another person. And that, you know, you don't know how, uh, how far that, that smile or that positive energy will go. So wow. That's all. That's so all. always look on the bright side of life. Do, 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 do. There you go. <laughs> and I won't sing it, but Thank you so much. That was awesome. I think that we all need a little bit of the bright side of life, certainly when, you know, you're going to fire it up like your father is saying. So thank you very much, Patrick Scanlon. And like I said, 
keep an eye on this guy because his future is definitely bright. He's going to offer a lot of wonderful creative insights for the rest of the world. I can't wait to see. Well, put it this way. I have been so proud of what I've seen thus far. And I can't wait to see what you do with your life. I will be one of the biggest cheerleaders, you know, as such, because I'm your godmother. And I just adore you. I think you're an amazing kid. And I can't really wait to see what the next part, next chapter unfolds. So I just want you to all take that insight. Always look on the bright side of life with, Pat with Patrick. And certainly you are a part of your manifestation of your dreams to live the life you want, live with your purpose and passion. I certainly am excited to wish Patrick a happy birthday on the 15th, the 15th yes, May 15th, right? May yes. 15th, it's his birthday. So we are all lucky when this kid was born into this world, he's gonna do great things. And you certainly give me great hope and inspiration for the future. Plus my son looks up to you very greatly and I can't wait to see what you both do. Yes, thank you for that about your last part of your senior year for him. It's definitely gonna get them through as well. Congratulations to you and your entire class of 2020 for what you've done. I want you to celebrate your hard work and as you graduate, understand that you've gotten yourself this far. Your family's there to celebrate with you. It's been an incredible opportunity to talk to you. Thank you so much. I know that I probably guilted you into doing this. So I'm really grateful at this point. Um, you are bringing magic to this world and helping us all to inspire us all to elevate our lives and recognize our own potential that we are in fact possible. So thank you, Patrick. Thank you all for listening tonight. Thank you for the wonderful uh, support of Patrick as well with all the comments. You are deliberate creators of your life. Let your souls be guided by your dreams and let's all raise the positive vibration on this planet so we can all live out our bliss, enjoy the magic and miracles and shine your beautiful light. Until next time in May, as to creativity, manifest the most beautiful life you can imagine. Let's love ourselves exactly where we are, reach out to each other and continue to spread love. Blessings and bliss. Patrick, I love you. Congratulations. You are an incredible, incredible young man. Thank you, Aunt Annie. Right. Uh, thank you very much. All right, good night, everybody.